I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 69 of the Cantabite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm good. I actually uh, woke up this time while podcasting, so I will try not to be yawning like every uh, five minutes because last episode I had to cut out a lot of yawning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're we're very professional here at the Cantabite Dispatch. And it was one of those things that, like, we were, we ended recording last week, and, like, I was yawning, and I'm like, sorry, Emily, like, if I've been yawning, and she's like, yes, yes, you have been. There have been people emailing me about it. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I got cut. But uh, now all of a sudden I'm talking about yawning, but uh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. But uh, tell me about your week. How was your week? Okay. Um, I saw a really bad movie this week. You also saw a really bad movie this week. I saw a really bad and it wasn't boring. I'm going to say that. It wasn't like I was falling asleep bored. It was just, it was more of like, this is hilarious. Like you watch that, you know, you listen to that podcast where they make fun of movies, right? Uh-huh. They need to make fun of this movie. Oh, it might be on there because they do a, at the big, in January, they always do a, the worst of the previous year. This has to be the worst. I mean, we'll get into it, but yeah, it's it's not good. I know at least one of the hosts has seen it because he put something up on Instagram about how stupid it was. So I'm, I'm my fingers crossed. Oh man! But yeah, um, we had a good, yeah, we had a good yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that because we're doing to do monthly Mendo movies this week. We also have little bits and bobs, and we have some emails and voicemail that we'll get into. But yeah, how was your week? It was good. Just, uh, I got my phone back. That's a good thing. I know. I got it sent back to me on Tuesday, so I survived 10 days without a phone, which... That's a long time. It was. Like, the first, like, two days was really bad. And then, like, (laughs) afterwards, I'm like, okay. Like, it was funny. Like, I went somewhere, and I was like, I'm fine with, like, not having my phone. And my dad's like, here, take my phone with you. So I had his phone for, like, a couple days. It's funny because, like, my dad's in a bunch of, like, group texts with his friends. So, like, I just hear my phone, like, buzzing, like, oh, this dude texted my dad. And it's always just about, like, football or something. So, (laughs) but, yeah. So, I got my phone back on Tuesday. And then I had to go to class. And then I got out of class. I was walking out of class, tripped and fell, dropped my iPad and shattered the fuck out of it. <laughs> I hate myself. Oh, Brittany. 
I should not be allowed to do anything with like technology. And like I bring my laptop to school sometimes. Thank God this wasn't the day that I just was like holding my laptop. Like because I, oh, I, yeah. I know because usually I bring like a bigger purse with me. And I was like, eh, I'm just gonna bring my iPad. I don't give a fuck. I don't do anything today. And but yeah, but my brain's been like scattered all week. I'm in the middle of writing my last uh, paper. I have to do like a 20 page paper for one of my classes, but I got like 10 pages done yesterday. So, oh, that's good. That's a productive day. I know because I did it like all during work. Like it was wonderful. I got paid to write a stupid paper about careers, but yeah, it's my last assignment. So I'm almost done. Wow. So you have two weeks left. Yeah, technically the 11th is my last day. So. Wow. I can't believe it. I still like I'm in denial. I don't know why. Like, I wish I was excited. Like, everyone's like, you should be excited. I'm like, yeah, I fucking should be. But I'm not. But it's fine. <sighs> but. Yeah. And then, yeah, I also saw a very um, interesting movie last night. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that movie, man. Um, but first, we're going to talk about Star Wars news because we actually have some this week. Yeah. Um, I guess the first thing we'll talk about is Galaxy of Adventures because this was just a neat little surprise. Which was, yeah, was exciting. Um, last week on was it was it Wednesday or Thursday? Probably Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday? I think Wednesday because I think it was two days. I think it was two days before it launched. But anyway, they just suddenly announced, hey, there's going to be a new little Star Wars cartoon thing. And it's going to go up in in two days. Um, This is Star Wars Galaxy Adventure. Uh, I don't look, every other podcast has already done this and it's out. So I'm not going to go through the whole press release, but basically it's new little animated shorts. And the one thing we'll say is that they, they, they classify it as we'll introduce the classic themes, pivotal moments and iconic characters from the Star Wars saga to the next generation. And this is part of the thing they're launching with their new site, starwarskids.com and also the Star Wars kids YouTube channel. Uh, that's cool. Cause that means if it's geo-blocked on YouTube, but outside of the U.S., you can watch it on StarWarsKids.com. And they put up the first six. And there's going to be more this month and then throughout um, 2019. We're going to get even more. I've only seen the first one. Okay. And it's... It's kind of this like anime style of animation, but it's with original dialogue from the movies. Mm-hmm. Some of it repurposed, some of it done pretty straight. And they're just, they're a lot shorter than I thought they were going to be. I mean, I didn't think they were going to be long, but I thought they were going to be sort of Force of Destiny three to four minutes. And they're actually about like a, like 90 seconds, less than that. Yeah, maybe because they're so short, you know, like the attention span of a child is not really that long. So I think that's perfect, like a minute and like 30 And I I feel like it was shorter than a minute and 30 seconds. Well, because I only watched the the one with Luke, the one that Prince Zuko did the intro to. 
Okay. You never you never watch Avatar uh, Avatar the Last Airbender, did you? No. Shit, you should watch that. Aaron Boyd would be very disappointed in you. I'm okay. Kidding. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But do they have a voice announcer for the other episodes too? They all it sort of comes in and out. Mm. But it is, I mean, and honestly, like once you count that out, it's it's even shorter. But you know, it's not it feels sort of like watching a trailer for something. Yeah. Which I think in some ways is is part of the attention. It's because it's wanting to get like little little kids who aren't ready for a full movie into Star Wars. So maybe they know their parents are really into Star Wars or they know their older siblings are really into Star Wars, but either in terms of attention span or maybe even in terms of content, they're not they're not ready to sit down and watch A New Hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. But I had heard nothing about this beforehand. I don't think anybody like, had this is a surprise. Are are they doing like action figures for this too? Because I thought so. I saw someone like post a picture. Yeah, there are. They yeah, they're they're repacks. The figures are, but they're in like this sort of cylindrical package, and they come with a comic book. Oh shit, that's fun. Yeah, um, they're just they're cool looking. They're actually ones I might like if I've picked up. I would probably leave in the package because they just they look really neat, and they're sort of different. But, yeah, I think it is. It's cool that we can still get surprises like this. Because um, mm-hmm. I looked on making Star Wars Nut Nut, and I think the first, like, they even talk about it is, like, when the official announcement hit. I could I could be wrong about that. It might have just not been been tagged. But I only, I only saw the one, like, announcement article about it. And I think it's neat that they have stuff that we have, they're working on that we have no idea about. Yeah, those are the most fun surprises when, like, we're like, I didn't see this coming. Like, the the Cassian Andor series, like, who even called that? I don't think anyone did. No, I mean, I remember, so cool. I remember people being like, oh, there should be a Cassian Andor series. And I'm like, eh, maybe. But now it's actually happening. So, shit, they were right. Yeah. Also, I think the fact that they are, they announced it with this Star Wars Kids website and YouTube channel means we're going to probably be seeing more stuff like that. I know. I really like it. I like how this has gotten, I feel like, positive. Or I haven't seen anyone talk shit about this yet. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because, you know, it's just, you know, some anime and it's the actual movie, you know? <laughs> it's like they're reselling, like, the movies and, like, just putting anime in it, which, fuck, it's fine with me. I don't care. But By the way, and Steel Saunders, God bless him, pointed this out to me. Krennic's in one of them. No. Yeah, it's not in okay, because I hadn't I hadn't watched all the videos because I had watched the, the quote unquote like the episodes, like the story ones, but there were also these fun facts videos about different characters. There's like a fun fact Darth Vader, fun fact, I think there's a Leia and a and some other ones. And I I sort of I don't know why. They're only a minute long. I don't know why I didn't click on those two, but I just didn't but in the Vader fun facts one, there's a scene when he's like in his chamber or whatever, and you see him and a bunch of guards, and you see a figure like 
kneeling on the ground being choked. And it's it's definitely it's definitely a, a Krennic. That's very exciting. It made me happy. Oh my god. That makes me happy too. Not that like none of this other stuff made me happy, but I think that that's great. Do you think we'll get him in the Cassian series? I know that we talked about this, but I really want to see him in that. I, I want to. I think you I think you really could. I mean, the thing is, is he was an intelligence officer. I know, like I want to see intelligent Mendo. Like, cause we just saw weird weird suit a cape cardigan mendo like i want to see like actual brains mendo yeah and it would make it makes sense like that obviously not there he's not gonna be like the main nemesis of the show because he has no idea who the hell cassian is but i'd like to see him a little bit i mean i'd like to Mm -hmm. see him a lot but it doesn't doesn't actually make sense to see him a lot but i do hope that we see him some Keeping my fingers crossed on that. Because I'd much Same. rather see him in Star Wars and see him in shitty, shitty, shitty movies. <sighs> That's true, unfortunately. <sighs> but um, other than Galaxy Adventures, I guess uh, they, they started announcing that a, a ton of people who I don't know are going to be in The Mandalorian and uh, The Cassian Show. Yeah, uh, The Cassian Show, we don't have casting news yet we have showrunner news um steven schiff who was an executive producer on one of my favorite shows the americans which i've talked about a lot in relation to this cassian show sort of comparatively Mm -hmm. so i think it was funny this announcement yeah he was an executive producer for the last couple seasons of that show and he is according to deadline going to be eping and showrunning the the casting series damn now that's pretty good if you look yeah if you look at this guy's movie writing credits they are um not good because it's like the the wall street sequel which was unwatchable and i can't remember what else but something also terrible but he also wrote a couple of really good episodes of the americans and again he's he's not as far as we know, like head writer and he's like show running it and NEPing it. But mm-hmm. I think I think this is cool. It's somebody who has experience with spy shit. And that that gives me hope that this show is gonna be taking that part of it seriously. Yeah, I hope so too, but doesn't the Americans like is that show like really dark? Oh, yeah, it's 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 really intense. And obviously they're not going to go that far. I mean, there is a scene uh it's it's one of it's sort of like the infamous scene in uh, in the Americans and you can you can google it and there'll be lots of articles about it cuz it's pretty horrific, but in in season 3 there's a character who gets killed and they got to get the body out of this hotel room without it being noticed. And they have a suitcase and to fit a body into the suitcase. Oh, they got to break all the bones and shit. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's absolutely no blood in this scene, but you're seeing them like fold up the legs and arms and shit. And these sound effects 
are no! the most horrific. Like I, I was because I'm doing a rewatch of the show, sort of because <laughs> like when they announced Cassie and like Andor, and I was talking about the Americans, I was like, oh yeah, I really like the Americans, and it's all on Amazon Prime streaming for free. And it's the scene I was kind of dreading the most. And I finally got to that episode and I thought I was going to throw up. Uh, I can't imagine like all the cra- the noises that would make like the, the bones and oh. putting them in the suitcase. Oh, so like, no. no, I don't want to see like, <laughs> it'd be interesting if they got that in Star Wars, just Cassie and just putting someone in a suitcase. Yeah, that's so yeah, I know it's got to be that. Oh, oh, also the next episode, um, Elizabeth, who is who's Carrie Russell's character, had like her, she's gotten hit in the face and her and her teeth are jacked up, but she can't go to a dentist because it was the FBI who she had this fight with, and she knows, you know, that there's this alert out to doctors to report a you know a woman her similar height and age if they, if they go to seek treatment. So her husband has to take a pair of pliers and just like take out two of her teeth and again like the sound oh oh i can't i can't the sound of teeth being ripped out of your head it's pretty it's pretty bad and that show's over but or is it still going on but in terms of like aside from the, the the violence that i know this star wars series isn't gonna have what they do really well is the, the the human drama and sort of what it what it costs you to live that kind of life even if you do believe in the ultimate goals it still really screws you up and while this guy is not the creator of the Americans he came on i think in season 2 as a associate producer and then and then eventually became an ep but i i feel like he, he's still someone who who knows those those points to hit and knows how to how to handle that kind of story and do a lot of like cool slow burn tension and and really amp up that side of it while still making you care about the people that's pretty good. When's this Cassian series going to be released? Does well, anyone know? No. I mean, they just now have a showrunner, so... Yeah. Like, my guess would be maybe, like, mid to late 2020? 2020. It's a long time from now. Like two years. Well, depending. Like if it's like summer, that's only, you know, a year and a half. Yeah, but think about all the stuff that they're doing for this Disney streaming right now. Like they're doing the Mandalorian. Are they doing some like Marvel shit? Yeah, there's definitely a Loki one. It looks like there's also a Scarlet Witch one. And um, another one that I can't remember. That's like Scarlet Witch actually have her... Will Scarlet Witch like actually have her Russian accent or is she like American now? That's um that's Black Widow. <laughs> no, it's no cuz like in Age of Ultron she had like 
or she was from i forget where she was from but she had that accent and then it just like totally went away it oh i never watched that one one of the olsen not the olsen twins but the one of the olsen sisters okay oh yeah um elizabeth olsen right yeah i like her better than the twins did you watch like any of like the Mary Kate and Ashley stuff as like kids? No, I was too old for that. You're too old. Do you never watch like Full House or anything? Oh yeah, I mean I watched some. I never even as a kid I didn't particularly like Full House. Oh really? Like I w- I would watch it sometimes, but I found it kind of irritating. <laughs> what was the ideal show for like kid Emily? Or like teenage Emily. I watched a lot of Buffy. Oh yeah, Buffy, that's right. Good old Buffy. <sighs> but uh we have some people from the Mandalorian or for the Mandalorian. I don't know. I can't speak. Yeah. Um it's such a random cast, but uh one is Nick Nolte. Who is a crazy old man, but he's really fucking good actor. Um, Forty eight hours. He's the one with the crazy mugshot, right? Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, he was in, in Forty Eight Hours, Prince of Tides. Um, he's he was in one of the. I think he was in the Ang Lee Hulk movie. He was in one of the Hulk movies. I can't remember which one. They all blended together in my mind, but yeah, he's really good. I mean, he's a fucking whack job, but yeah, anyone that anyone that's done this many movies is probably a whack job. And television, God, does this guy sleep? He doesn't look like it. He's in more movies than like TV shows, though. Oh yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. He was he's like a movie actor. Mm-hmm. Because like the last thing that he was in was something called Graves. Uh, grace point um none of these things i've ever i've ever heard of surprise but um even like i don't even think i've ever seen a movie with him before in it really i mean there's gotta be it's gotta be something no i don't i don't see anything i mean he was in the hulk but i didn't see (laughs) i haven't seen that one (laughs) um yeah i don't recognize anything um no what was do you did you like anything that he was- yeah i mean 48 hours is a lot of is a lot of fun i mean the sequel's a big load of shit but he's he's excellent in uh prince of tides he's really good um in um Lorenzo's oil as another big, uh, oh cape fear that's a great movie but I guess, oh yeah, he was in the HBO show Luck. I kind of, I forgot he was even in that one. Hmm. Well, what kind of character do you think he's going to do on The Mandalorian? Because it's hard because we still don't really know anything about the plot of this show. But I could see him either as some sort of mentor type figure or like some crime boss guy, maybe something like that. 
Oh, and the other big one is Carl Weathers, who was Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. Oh. And who I honestly mostly know from Arrested Development, playing himself. Oh, yeah. What season was he in Arrested Development? Um, was it some of the older ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he came back to do, I think, an episode in maybe not this last season, but the first of the, like, the relaunched ones. But he was back in, I think, yeah, he was back in the first season. Maybe season two. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't watched that show in years. I try to get on the new season, but I don't know. Like, I watched that in, like, high school. Yeah, you know? I love that show, and I still like those first seasons, but um, it's sort of when I can't... Well, Jeffrey Tambor sort of ruined it, but there's oh. just a lot of people I can't watch anymore. Dude, you hear about Neil deGrasse? What the fuck? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not great. But, um... Carl Weathers was also in Predator, and he was in Happy Gilmore. That'd be another one I saw him in a lot. I've watched Happy Gilmore about one million times. Mm. I don't think I've watched that movie before. Oh, my God. It's Honestly, I don't know if it holds up if you've seen it now for the first time, but it was one of the good Adam Sandler movies. A good Adam Sandler movie. I haven't heard those two things in a sentence in like a really long time. Well, yeah, because he stopped caring at all about making actual movies and just wanted to make movies where he could like go spend a couple months in Hawaii or wherever. And you know what? I mean, fine if people will pay you to do that, but he used to actually put some effort into them. I mean, Happy Gilmore is great. I love Billy Madison. Sorry? Oh. I said I love The Wedding Singer. Oh, that that's a one. really good one. I love him and Drew Barrymore. I don't know why like they're always together in movies. But it just it works. Yeah, that's a that's a really fun one. And he was also I mean it's not like one of his movies, but he's the lead and he's amazing in Punch Drunk Love. Like that is a great performance that I watched and thought, Oh, Adam Sandler is gonna be like a really good actor now. No, that didn't that didn't happen. <laughs> He did one of those movies, and then then it went back to the bullshit. But well, shit it happened to Steve Carell because he was in that one movie where he played that. I hate saying that one dude, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Let me look it up. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Okay, he was in that movie, and he was a com- and nominated for an Academy Award. Um, Foxcatcher. Oh, yeah, that's right. He played uh, John, last name can't pronounce, and then he killed, um, oh, I don't want to give it away, but it's based on true yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. But, yeah, and like Channing Tatum wasn't in it too, and like I can't really stand Channing Tatum in like an actual like serious movie because I just think his face is just I just don't like his face. It's just it's all like scrunched up and weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. 
Like people always talk about how, <laughs> I don't know. Talk about how hot he is. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I've never found that man attractive ever. And like, I feel like that's just like the, like if you ask like an old white woman, like who do you think is attractive? They're like Channing Tatum. But I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, uh, Mark Ruffalo is in it too. He he's really good. I like like Mark Ruffalo a lot. Um, He's He's really good in. Oh, what's it called? Um, Let me go on his Wikipedia page so I can help you. Um, I mean he's he's excellent in Zodiac, which I just rewatched recently, and that's really good. But um, Spotlight. The the Catholic Church uh, sex abuse scandal one. Oh yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, he's he was great in that movie. Like that, I mean, that whole cast was great. But mm-hmm. I I think he's okay. I think he's really good. He is. I'm. I almost said I'm proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud. No, no, he's a pretty good actor. He he is, but. Um, but yeah, he's one of those actors I don't uh, really think about much, like in terms of like when I'm thinking of my favorite actors. But whenever I see him like come up on the cast list for anything, I'm like, oh, I'll watch that because he's really good. Yeah. Oh, random. But guess what movie I watched for the first time the other day? What? The Shining. <gasps> what you think? It was really fucking good. That yes. movie holds up. Yes. I love the kid who was good. Um, why am I blanking out on the main actor? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson wasn't in The Shining. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, was he? Okay, I swear I watched The Shining. Did you watch Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, or did you watch the? TV miniseries movie with Steven Weber. I watched... Oh, God. I hope I'm getting this right. I really hope I'm getting this right. Nope. Not The Shining. I watched a completely different movie. Never mind. Um, The one where the... (laughs) (laughs) The one with the kid where he sees dead people. You watched the oh, fucking six out, you fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Willis. The Sixth Sense. The Bruce Willis. Yeah, I so like that guy. I'm excited now. <laughs> well, now I have to watch The Shining. God damn it. Carlos is here and he's like shaking his head right now. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I can't even oh, <laughs> Well, I guess now I have to watch the fucking shining too. I'll I'll give a review on that next week. But oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he just texted me and he's like, that was so bad. <laughs> you can say it with words. I'm right here. <laughs> he doesn't even want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but no, I watched The Sixth Sense. It was really good. <laughs> the movie holds up. I mean, The Shining probably does too. I should probably watch The Shining. But mm. <laughs> uh, Okay, I think I can breathe again. But All right, but anyways, Mark Ruffalo, good for him. And then Carl Weathers, I guess uh he'll do he'll do good i i kind of don't even know what this is mandalorian show is going to be about i should just ask jason Wirtz since he's like there every day <laughs> i haven't seen him in a while but <sighs> uh but uh did you watch uh resistance i did um the platform classic that was the one with yeager and his brother right mm-hmm Okay, I have some thoughts. Okay. So, okay, number one, I'm very happy that uh, my favorite character, the little dinosaur dude, was in it. I was very happy to see him for, like, a split second. But, okay, so, like, basically what happened was that Eager's brother was like, oh, let's race. And he's like, fuck you. No, I'm not going to race. But then, of course, they end up racing. And then they race. And then he's like, I need to win. I have people that are counting on me. And he's like, all right, fine. He let him win. But the main thing is that he he did some he you can probably explain it better but like he caused the death of Yeager's family. Yeah. That's not okay with me. I don't want to watch a show where some dude some dude kills this dude's family and he's like, "No, nah, we're cool." No, no, he did the "We're not cool, but we will be." I'm not, I'm not okay with that. I'm not like I know it's I know it's like it's nice that, you know, we're the kids are getting a show where it's like, oh, you forgive anyone, even if they kill your fucking family. But it's like, no, like, I just I, I just I didn't have any of it. Like, I thought that was so deep that, you know, that they included that that Igor's brother was the reason why his family died. But I just I can't I, I can't deal with that. Like, I think that's just like too much. Like, there's I mean, props to Jaeger for like forgiving his brother not even forgiving his brother but like in the process of forgiving but i just i, I can't do that emily i can't what do you think um like i, like, I get what you're saying about the, it's it's sort of it's too neatly wrapped up especially in a 20 minute mm-hmm. episode but i really like the fact that they went the route of it being his brother like when we i i just sort of was assuming that it was like the emperor, the the empire, or something. You know that they had been like casualty, like during yeah. some battle, or you know one of these planets that got wiped out. And so I thought that was a really cool reveal. Yeah. And that basically, yeah, basically what happened is they used to like he and his brother used to race back in the day, and then this one race, and his his brother was super intent on winning and so used some uh like hyper fuel and lost control and caused this big crash that yeah that killed Jaeger's wife and daughter that's just awful though like i i totally understand like why Jaeger just like didn't talk to him for years but also Jaeger was a pretty badass uh, pilot yeah i like that that's cool I did too. I like like out of all the characters other than the dinosaur dude, I think Jaeger's my favorite. 
out of by far like everyone. I like yeah. I like Tam. I think that's her name, right? Yes. Yeah, like I was kind of like put off on her at first because all she would do is like yell at Kaz. But I mean, like I would too. But like we're kind of getting to know her a little more, and like I like that. I it just it's like every other character is just like Kaz just does Kaz things, and I want to punch him in the face. And then the other characters are fine. Like I want to get to know Giger more. I mean, I'm glad that we got to know you know about his like family and everything, and like that conversation he was having with Kaz, where it's like he told you about a family, right? That was deep. I like that. Yeah, but, yeah, and I, I like that we we got some more of him. I'm hoping that means we're gonna get some more episodes like this. I knew the one that's on today is focused on Toradoza, so I think that's a sign that we're gonna start getting more of these other characters into it. Mm-hmm. I want to see her cat thing, the really big fluffy thing. Yeah, it's apparently named Bubbles. Bubbles? Yes. Okay, that's a bitchin' name. Or a Star Wars cat. But I watched, yeah, I watched like the first five minutes of that one and then I'm like, oh, I gotta record a podcast. Have we seen Hype Phase on much? We saw him in that one where where their Kaz is like needs to get into the tower mm-hmm. so that he can figure out what's going on with the first order. And that's where we found yeah. out that that hype and Tam have some sort of backstory where they used to be friends before oh, hype became like super famous. They're probably more than friends. Possibly. <laughs> I want I want to see fucking Steve Stanton though. I mean, we saw him in this one because he's in the race, the platform classic, but I, I need to hear I need to hear his lovely voice. Maybe AP5 will come back. That was a funny droid. I liked when he was singing in space. I think like you're that was the a very only person who ever said that. I really like. I thought that was hilarious. Like, I don't know why I found that so funny. I just imagine like Steve Stanton in the recording studio, just like. I love that man. Oh, he's funny. He's so great. Nice dude. I met him a couple times. He went to yeah, I talked to him on the show. phone once, but I want to meet him at some point. Oh yeah, maybe uh, he'll probably be at celebration. That's coming up. Cool. Yeah, man. Oh, but speaking of droids, I really like I really like Bucket. There's some good yeah, Bucket Bucket's in this episode boy. because Bucket's his little like he takes him in the ship with him. Jaeger does when he's racing. He's his little droid guy up in his ship. I like his hat. His helmet. Yes. It's a good helmet. I feel like BB-8 looks smaller in this. Like BB-8, it's like really little. I always get thrown off when I see BB-8 in the show because like I feel like he should be with Poe. But it's like I get why he's there because you have to have a character from the actual Star Wars in this. And, you know, everyone likes BB-8. But I don't know. It's like BB-8 deserves more than Kaz. Yeah. And so does Niku. I do like that BB-8 got all jealous when Poe came up and had a new droid. Before they (laughs) fell in love. (laughs) Before they fell in love. That's so BB-8. I was going to say... I liked someone... Uh, Niku. I like Niku. Yay. Niku deserves more than Kaz. Everyone deserves more than Kaz. I don't know why they... Kaz sucks. 
he really does. And I feel bad that I hate the main character. Well, I don't hate, hate's a strong word, but I just, I really don't like him. Like, I want to see if, like, they can expand his story other than just being, like, a whiny dude that doesn't know how to be a mechanic. Or a and spy. A spy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know how to be a spy. That bothers me. I feel like they should have hired someone who, like, kind of knew about spying other than, I'm just going to pretend to spy and then see if it works. And then I'm going to get caught. And I'm going to talk really loudly about how I'm a spy and need to go spy on things. Yeah, because, oh yeah, because I'm a spy. Did I tell you also that I'm a spy? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hopefully he'll get less, less cringy. I mean, hopefully. I hate, like, wishing this on a character, but I hope that something happens to him that, like, changes his demeanor. Like, I forget, like, someone on a podcast was talking about, like, how... When Kylo Ren like blew up all those planets, like maybe Kaz's family was on one of those planets, you know, and maybe that'll like shape him to, you know, like be a little more serious, want to not avenge like the deaths of his family, but like want to actually, you know, do something and have like purpose, you know, because right now like his purpose is just like to be like Poe's number one man and yeah. get all the spy stuff. Like I just I don't really see any motives in this character other than just to to be a spy. Yeah, like he he doesn't it doesn't feel like he has any personal stake in it. And I don't like that. Like I like a little more at least Ezra Bridger wanted to like save Lethal, even though I fucking hated how much he talked about that planet. Like at least he had a motive. But Kaz, like what's Kaz doing? Like I wanna know like why the purpose of him being there and like what it means to him other than flying like no offense i can't take that excuse from him anymore that i just want to fly i want to race and it's like yeah okay like what's that gonna do what what is that gonna do for the galaxy nothing but yeah yeah something something big needs to happen where he realizes do like just how much of a threat the first order is yeah and i'm done with the pirates too like i Again, like if we're gonna have pirates in the show, we need to bring back fucking Hondo or something. Because yeah. I'm just, give, I'm done. Give me Hondo or shut the fuck up about pirates. Like I just, I, I think they, you know, they're playing like Star Wars bingo. It's like, all right, pirates, yeah. and then Phasma, <laughs> you know, like yeah. And I, and I, I get that the, I get that the First Order is using the pirates in their scheme to get control, but. But I don't know. I, whenever I see the pirates, I just want Hondo because Hondo is the coolest. Yeah, I like Hondo. Unfortunately, he's not in the uh, Clone Wars series that you're going to watch soon, though, which I am excited that I got you to watch that or getting you to watch that. Yeah, I'm going to watch the micro series. I haven't watched it yet because I had the Galaxy of Adventure to watch and then, you know, Resistance, but... And also Robin Hood, oh. but yeah, I've I've agreed I've agreed to watch it. I'm not I'm not just gonna judge it based on the gifts that I saw. Sorry, Steel Saunders. <laughs> but, oh, bless bless Steel and Content Saunders. <laughs> That's a cute baby. Can I just say that? Like, no, you're not allowed to say that. Cute. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, Content. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right uh are you ready i will be in one second let me pull up dropbox drop dropbox oh yeah that's what it's called dropbox 
I feel like it was like called something else for a second. Oh shit. Oh shit. So enemies, beware. I'm gonna be the main event. Like no king was before. I'm brushing up, I'm looking down, I'm working on my raw. No one's saying do this. No one's saying be there. No one's saying stop that. No one's saying see here. Free to run around all day. Free to do it my way. I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> I just can't wait to be king. It's monthly Mendo movie time. And we just watched a Mendo movie. Yeah. Um, we watched Robin Hood. Uh, this movie just came out in theaters. So be aware. We're going to spoil the shit out of it. So if you have any plans to see this movie, which you shouldn't because it's fucking terrible. Uh, don't. Yeah, just I'll, just don't. don't listen to our spoilers. It's bad. But I'll, I'll try to remember to put in a timestamp in notes. So if you want to skip this section, uh, check out notes and it'll give it'll give when it's done. If I remember. But um, okay, this movie is really very not good, right? Okay, I I have many thoughts. Okay, from the very beginning when they're like, "This is not like the Robin Hood story you've heard." Oh God! First of all, it's <laughs> my it's my least favorite. Like, like this is not your mother's Robin Hood movie. This is, yeah. Okay, so. Look, it's Robin Hood. Everybody knows the story about Robin Hood. Fuck it. But this movie starts out with narration, I think, from Tim Minchin. He plays Friar Tuck. And it's like, first of all, they're like, I'm not going to tell you what year this happens in to try to avoid their historical inaccuracies. But look, if you're going to have it set during the Crusades, there's only like a two, three hundred year window and you fucked up all of it. So just give us a year. And then, yeah, it is like, this isn't the storybook tale you know. But but then it, it just sort of is. <laughs> I mean, besides being much worse than any Robin Hood I've seen before, it is, it is basically the Robin Hood story that we do know. I guess it's I, maybe like Robin Hood Begins, because we don't get to Sherwood Forest until the very end, and he doesn't have any merry men. Yeah, that's a bummer. This like the whole time I was watching this, I'm like, I want to see the Fox version. <laughs> like, oh my god, I, yeah, I just want to see I, the Fox version. Ah, uh, okay. I had many issues with like the very first like an hour and fifty one minutes of the film, <laughs> especially like in, in the very beginning when like we meet Marion and we just like she's wearing this. It's like her face is covered, but then her boobs are just out. Like her boobs throughout the whole movie are just like her, out. her boobs and yeah. And you notice that? I know. I know this is a thing that pretty much any period movie does, but it's really egregious. Here is her full face of makeup. Oh, in, I hated that. Like, heavy I, eye, like when she's working serving food to people in the fucking mines with like a Kardashian level of makeup smeared on her face. I wanted to give that girl a makeup wipe in some like eye like eyebrow like scissors because like for some reason they like they brush your eyebrows like all the way up and I'm just like just I need some tweezers I need something like I need like I just why did she need that and then like she the accents like everyone what is, is like what is her act look she is from an entirely different country than everybody else in this movie 
they all are because fucking the hood he would talk in like normal English and then he'd like have an accent like I just and then like Mendel was just bless Mendel because I think he was the best acting of this whole movie and he didn't even show up for the first like 45 minutes oh god that pissed me off okay all right so the movie starts out Marion is (laughs) like in like again she's got her face covered she's breaking in to boobs yeah, with her boobs out. She's she's breaking into a stable <laughs> to steal a horse. I guess her like n- her neighbor's horse died and they need a horse so they can run their plow. And we're introduced to Robin who stops her and then like they, you know, it's very meet cute. Yeah, you should definitely steal a horse from this rich asshole. Oh wait, I am the rich asshole. And then they like it switches to a montage of them making out a whole bunch. Yeah, but they weren't even making out. It's like they'd be like making out in one direction and then they'd be like kissing in another direction. It wasn't even making out. Like, what was the f- it was like when you're in high, when you're in middle school and you see yeah, those couples yeah. in the hallways kissing. I will say, because I think this is rated, it's rated PG 13. And that means there's like, there's basically no blood in this movie, despite people getting stabbed with arrows all the damn time. It was arrows. You heard shit and Mendo doing stuff with a broomstick. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> then like Robin gets fuck it. it. This is one of the things that that I was immediately like, oh no, this is going to be a long movie. He he gets drafted with this like it says draft notice across, across the top of this parchment, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's how any of this worked. In the in the Crusades, um, I didn't know there was a draft way back when. Well, I mean, people got people got forced into the army all the time, but I I don't think this is how it worked. I don't think you got these like fancy <laughs> draft notices sh- signed apparently handwritten by the sheriff of Nottingham. Like, doesn't he have people to do that shit for him? And yeah, so he gets sent uh, off to the Crusades. So he is in arabia and okay i will say one thing about this movie is it's not it's not as a racist as i was afraid it was going to be yeah i was happy about that too i was happy that uh it wasn't bad it wasn't like bad bad Uh, they they decided to really hate the catholic church instead but um yeah so so they're in you know there there's this scene it's like it's like something out of like a Iraq or Afghanistan war movie, but with arrows and people in crusade costumes. The the way that arrows work in this movie, they're basically bullets. Somebody in this scene has a fucking like machine gun that fires arrows. <laughs> these these arrows, yeah, they're they're sometimes when the arrow hits something, it's like it got hit by an explosive. And, you know, there are lots of fighting. We also meet um, Guy of Gisborne in this movie, who is sort of, I guess, like Robin's commanding officer or something. And there's lots of fighting. And then there's this huge fight scene where they're, we're introduced to Jamie Foxx, who is playing Little John. And, like... Little John and a bunch of the other people get captured and they're, you know, they're, they're killing them. 
that the Crusaders are to try to get information and they pull out little John's son and it's about to kill him. And, and Robin tries to stop it. And there is an excuse given here for not killing Robin, which is if you weren't a lordling, I'd, I'd fucking kill you. But instead he just gets sent home. No, he'd just get killed. Yeah. that, that was weird. He'd just get killed. And either they'd be like, Dude committed treason. Of course I killed him. Or he'd be like, hey, it was a battle and he got hit with an arrow and he died. Yeah, but the, like they declared him dead, too. I think that's very weird. Like, did Because they said they had declared him dead like two years prior. Like, did it take two years to fucking get a boat from like no, it there takes a couple to back to? Yeah, so he gets shipped back and John like smuggles aboard the ship. To go back, and when they get back to Somehow. yeah, when they get back to Nottingham, the sheriff has seized. Okay, we learned that that Robin's been declared dead. The sheriff has seized Robin's castle for you know to fund the war effort, but he didn't sell it off. He didn't seem to sell anything in the castle because the castle is just in ruins. And I'm like. How did you how'd you get any money from doing that? I don't I don't maybe, understand. Maybe he had like a lot of fancy shit in there. And maybe but there's, like, there's still shit like all over more. the castle. So I don't understand what happened there. And who wrote this movie? Uh, somebody who somebody wrote? really dumb. Um and so he meets up with Friar Tuck. And it's sort of like, I'm back in town. And Friar Tuck is uh, played by Tim Minchin, uh, another Australian dude. Really funny musician and comedian. He also did the Matilda musical. Super talented guy. Really miscast in this movie. He is in a straight up comedy that nobody else is in. <laughs> He's in his own movie. Um. <laughs> I tried to okay first like normally when we do monthly men movies it's something that I'm watching at home so I can take notes so I apologize if this is a little bit more scattered um he finds out that Marion has obviously like thought he was dead for two years she is now with who is Will Scarlet I mean they sort of totally ruin his character but and they're they're both like helping the people, like the you know the people who are slaving away in the mines. But we gotta talk about the mines in this movie, because the mines in this movie are from the fucking industrial revolution. Like you see the like or or are the mines of Moria from Lord of the Rings? Because you see them, and I'm like, this is this is a, a utterly different time period from the rest of the movie. I was just thrown off seeing Christian Grey with a beard. Oh yeah, it is him. Yeah, that's Jamie. Jamie, <laughs> I don't mind that to Carlos too. Yeah, you know, it's just it's, it's just Christian Grey. Like, we're in, his name is not Will. It's it's Christian Grey. Christian Grey. He was a really shitty character too. Just like what was what the fuck was his purpose? Yeah, well, you know, like yeah. well, here's the thing: is in Robin Hood, Will Scarlet is one of the Merry Men. But mm -hmm. in this, it's like he's. He's helping the people and he's against the sheriff 
and everything that's going on, but he's also like really ambitious politically. So it's this weird, it's a weird mix. Um, but he and Marion are together. Uh, it's it's unclear if they're like actually married or anything. But no, they're just fucking. Then, oh, so we we find out like you know that everything's really terrible now, and the sheriff has seized all sorts of shit. Uh, again, like one thing I'll give this movie, I'm glad they did. I mean, it's still terribly done, but I'm glad it was Marion is with Will Scarlet and not the old sheriff of Nottingham is forcing Marion to be with him thing that you often see in Robin Hood. Yeah, but then like there are like these scenes where like they like all of a sudden like hold hands and then like he, you know like he tries to get her and then uh Jamie Foxx is like no, don't do it. If you love her, you won't go for her. And then Yeah, there's this whole thing where uh, th- where um because because obviously like John like Jamie Foxx entered like is like hey I came because you're the one you know the one person I ever saw do anything good when you try to save my son and mm-hmm. I know that there there's the sheriff and everything is evil how how he knows this is really unclear but he wants to use Robin to help take down the sheriff um. And and stop funding the crusades, basically. So he's going to teach Robin to be Robin Hood. Exactly, but Emily, we we've been we've been discussing this movie for about I don't know fifteen twenty minutes maybe, but we haven't even discussed the main character of this movie because he's not in the movie for forty five fucking minutes. Uh, that's just so heartbreaking. But I feel like his introduction scene was worth every penny I spent in that movie theater. <laughs> yeah, so the 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 plan is that Robin is going to cozy up to the sheriff to try to figure out exactly what's going on in terms of following the money and figuring out what all it's going for cuz obviously they're they're really like taxing the hell out of out of the populace and everything like that, but they need to be able to track down like who it's all going through. And so the idea is Robin's going to act like an asshole lordling and, and get basically he's doing, he's doing Batman, Bruce Wayne, whereas he's going to be the playboy dude. And then he's going to also be Robin hood going around stealing shit. Yeah. And then for some reason, like as he was stealing shit, I, I don't know if this was like an, an error on like the cinematography, but just it, it kept like freezing. Like, it, no, I'm kidding. Like they would do these like slow mo <laughs> shots. Like, this. oh, it's so bad. I'm like, it's such a like 2000, like Matrix era action movie thing. It was so bad. It was so bad. And like, some of the CGI in this movie was just god awful too. Almost all of it. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Ha- oh, <laughs> so we get Mendo in. You like people have seen the picture of the trailer. He's in. He's in something out of a out of a cyberpunk drama in this like silvery science fiction suit that he's wearing. Um. And at one point, he and he and Robin are talking, 
And there's this speech that he has, which is, again, just from a different fucking movie where he's talking about how, you know, he was basically in this orphanage and like the the head church guys and like the lords would get drunk and come into the orphanage as their entertainment. And all right, they say it's just physical abuse. But when you have the line, their breath, their breath reeking of brandy, that's molestation, right? Like that's what they're going for. But this movie is rated PG thirteen, and, and I think somebody, like somebody, went, okay, we can't be explicit about that, so let's just say they hit them with broomsticks. Oh, I thought they did something completely different with broomsticks. When when I don't like, okay, I'm not gonna go into detail. But when he was the way that he was mentioning the broomstick sounded like it went inside something. Well, yeah, but the broomstick thing comes after him talking about like they'd make them cut their own um, like switches to get hit with. And then but yeah, no, like it's totally like they're just not quite willing to say it. Mm -hmm. But you can't do that in this movie. Like if you're introducing that into the movie, that movie is like now about that and it is like a hard drama it is not your fun action movie robin hood that they think they're making especially not when it's not like the sheriff is given any depth to his character at all beside the fact that he was abused as a kid yeah like if you were making a sheriff if you were making a sheriff of Nottingham movie you could put it in that backstory and you could do something really interesting with it. But it does not belong in this movie at all. And God bless Mendo. Like, he's doing what he can. Which is basically eating all of the scenery in sight. It is the hammiest I've ever seen Mendo. He seems to be having a blast. The script is dog shit and it can't. Like, he just, he can't, it can't be good. He had to know it was dog shit, too. I mean, he's not a moron. I mean, just look at that coat, too. Okay, when I first saw the coat, I thought it was like an, like a wool material, but it's like it, it's like rubber. Dude, at one point, Marion has like a skin-tight black leather coat. And there's this crazy, in my notes say, the Hunger Games party. Because oh, there is this, a bad like, party. they come into this party and it's suddenly like the capital scenes in the Hunger Games in terms of these insane, elaborate costumes and weird hairstyles. And again, if this was rated R, there'd be naked women all over. And there's like casino games. <laughs> That pissed me off. I'm like, well, I'm like, this is so inaccurate. I hate this. Like, when you- none of this, like, again, oh, no go. Uh, when, 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 like, you start just bringing random like casino games in like a a movie like this, I'm just like, well, why? Like, we don't need this. <laughs> uh, I just this whole movie, we don't need this. <laughs> we don't need well, again, like, them in her boots, yeah. you know, like. I forget, was she wearing a really... Because she was wearing that, like, 
I don't even remember. I just remember just seeing her boobs like every like 20 minutes, like different costume boobs, a different costume, more makeup and a little bit of boobs, you know? Yeah. And this, I mean, like she comes to this party to try to like break into the, I guess, like the archives or something. And she finds, and this is so, this is where I just got annoyed because it is never actually explained what's going on. But basically she finds this these documents that prove that Mendo as the sheriff of Nottingham and this evil cardinal who's played by F. Barry Abraham, who is who okay, he like Ben Mendelssohn is just knows what he's in and is just hams it up to eleven, like it's crazy. But he's an evil cardinal who is in league with Mendo on this. And the plan is We're going to use this money, which they are somehow making payments to some of the leaders, like the the of in Arabia, where they're fighting the Crusades, and somehow this is enabling them to seize power from the king and then the cardinal and Mendo are going to take over. Baffling. Never explained. Like the idea that. Okay, okay. There's a lot to unpack here. One is Crusades were really fucked up time in which the Catholic Church did a lot of really, really horrible shit. The other is that this movie hates the fucking church in a way that I've never seen in a major motion picture. It. And it never says the word Catholic, I don't think. No, I never heard. Which is sort of how they get around it. Uh, Yeah, it's sort of how they get around it. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's during the Crusades. So, well, nominally it's during the Crusades and also during the Industrial Revolution and also during a Hunger Gamesian future. But (laughs) what are you talking about? Like, first of all, how is having making payments to these Muslim leaders accomplishing anything. I mean, if you're, if you want to continue to fight the crusades, so I guess maybe like bankrupt the King and make his position more difficult, you could just fight the crusades. You don't need to make payments to, to anybody. And it's never explained like who he's really paying off or what those payments are for. It's just, we're doing this and we're going to do this unexplained thing to seize power. Yeah, I don't know. And all they have as proof is <laughs> some documents in Arabic that have the sheriff's signature on them. They can't read them. They don't know what they say. Uh, but yeah, like when when the cardinal comes, he's like super duper evil, Um, like it's it's all this like obsession with money and power and if you had an actual thesis to your movie or anything interesting or any nuance at all there's so many good criticisms you could make about the church during this time but instead it's just evil 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 mustache twirling evil 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 i don't know man he was kind of the friar kind of creeped me out i don't know about you the friar yeah no, 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 the bad, the, the bad, the, the... Oh, the, the cardinal, yeah. The cardinal, yeah, the but cardinal kind of freaked yeah, me out. There's no, like, yeah, because it's F. Maria Abraham and he's fucking creepy as shit. 
but it's not you know there's there's never any like actual like talk about like you know the the church's obsession with with con, con forced conversion and taking off like all this stuff that the, the the crusades actually were about and like seizing land and it's just we want money so we're evil 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 yeah then like robin hood like worked to get to like the big what do they call it the big table yeah, and so he, like, and, and part of this is, like, I don't even quite remember how it happens, but he's got a, in order to prove himself to Mendo, he ends up using Friar Tuck. And he gets Friar Tuck, oh, because Tuck stole the keys that he gave to Mary and so Mary can, could break in and get these documents. Mm-hmm. And so he, he, the Cardinal and Mendo are going to kill Friar Tuck. And Robin is like, no, 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 don't kill him. Defrock him because that would be much more insulting. And then this, and this is where I like hit my limit with how much this movie hates the church. And I say this as a hardcore atheist who has a lot of problems with organized religion is Robin apologizes to Friar Tuck later. And Tuck says to him, no, no, it's good. You set me free. And I was like, you know what movie? Go fuck yourself. Like, it's so insulting. Uh, like you set me free like like the idea that Friar Tuck this guy is you know devoted his entire life to this is glad to get out of the church like yeah you should throw no he should be wanting to fight the corruption within the church yeah I don't don't know I feel like with this movie they like uh, just like skipped past some like really important details like that and they're just like oh let's just focus on on did I have you mentioned how I fucking hate how they called him the hood? Oh god. Yeah, they call him <laughs> the hood. It's really bad. Uh, and then just like the way that he says it, like the hood. <laughs> the hood. Like I and then uh I mean why can't why why can't they just call like do they not have like legal rights to like fucking Robin Hood or something? Just and then no, his name wasn't even Robin. Like they kept fucking calling him Rob. Like just call him Robin. There's nothing wrong with calling him Robin. But also, oh yeah. So then, basically, it all culminates in you know, the more Robin steals, the more that the sheriff cracks down on everybody, and so they realize that this final payment is going to be made. So they're shipping this all this money off, and they've got to stop that because otherwise, somehow, this is leading to them. Um, to the sheriff and the cardinal seizing control again somehow but so they've got to stop that so robin reveals himself to everybody at the mines where will scarlet is like no we're just gonna leave but robin convinces everybody to like stay and fight and then we get this huge like ending fight sequence also a bunch of people in these mines are just wearing like modern like machine knit stocking caps hmm. bugged the shit out of me. Like, I don't know why that bothered, it bothered me more than Mendo's coat. It bothered me more even like Marion's tight leather jacket. Everybody, again, if you're going to do this movie is set in no time whatsoever, you can't have it also be the Crusades because the Crusades happened during a particular point in history. 
And so you either need to have a whole new thing that it is that they're fighting or like just commit to a time period and stick with it. I don't know why, like why they decided to do this whole minds thing. Like just have them be normal peasants who up, who like fight back, but they, uh, they decided they wanted this big giant, like, again, it looks like the minds of Moria from, from Lords of the Ring. It's, it's crazy. It does not fit here at all. Like, I think they just thought it looked cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, like, maybe they just wanted some, like, fire in this movie or something. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't get the significance of the mine thing. Yeah, and then, so, yeah. So, when the money's being moved, they they do, like, a full-on riot. Which, they're drawing a lot of visuals from, like, modern protests and stuff with people with the with the, like, handkerchiefs over their faces and stuff like that. So, again, we're getting, like, whiplash from from the time periods in this movie but they like managed to like take out the ground from underneath mendo's cart and so they like they you know they steal the money we're skipping all kinds of stuff because it's it's not good and there's all you know there's a thing where little john gets captured and mendo's like gonna torture him because he refuses to kill him because he knows that John would then like, you know, be dying a martyr and he doesn't want that. And John promises that he's going to kill the shit out of Mendo. Um, and so while they're in this, like where they're getting money out, Robin gets hurt and he and Marion kiss and will sees this. And we'll come back to that later. Cause it's one of the things that annoy me most about this movie. <laughs> but then like there's a there's a final confrontation where Mendo gets killed uh he gets hung basically so sad yeah and then you know they get away with the money and they run into Sherwood Forest and <sighs> then they do a fucking sequel setup because it cuts back to the, the like the town square we were earlier seeing mendo giving speeches to the people about how you know the glorious war effort and these these immigrants are coming in and destroying our country so you need to be taxed more to stop them um and this time wearing the same suit as mendo so i guess it's not just mendo's clothes choice like that's the sheriff's uniform in this stupid fucking <laughs> is goddamn it's goddamn will scarlet because he got like hurt in an explosion, and now like he has faces half smeared with strawberry jam. But he, Will yeah. Scarlet, who was like the people's representative in the mines, is so angry about Marion kissing Robin that he is now the evil sheriff, and like is talking about how they're gonna catch the hood, and then it cuts you know to Robin shooting an arrow through his wanted pit poster. And then the movie ends. Yeah. Um, that was the worst ending of a movie. I think the fact that like they set up for a sequel. Oh yeah. And to do it, to do it like that. And to have like Will Scarlet become this total evil guy just because he, his girlfriend doesn't like him anymore. 
I mean, you could maybe do that if he hadn't been like the leader of these people. Like if he had just been, you know, like somebody who was kind of going along with it, then maybe this this heel turn could work. But it it's just it's so poorly done. The the burn makeup on him is ridiculous. And why is he wearing the same suit as Mendo did? <laughs> There's no way that's the sheriff's uniform. It's like at the end of Empire Strikes Back when Lando's wearing Han's shirt. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. It's like, you know what? We would have gotten it if he was dressed differently. Like, we still would have understood what was going on. Yeah, so, like, you know, like, the evil star- cardinal is still alive, and there's still evil, evil, evil plans to do evil, evil, evil. Yeah. <sighs> but, um... Well, overall, I feel like Mendo's performance was the best part of this film. I feel like he put a lot of uh, pizzazz and uh, emotion into uh, the words brandy and broomstick. He's doing something, at least. I know. But God bless Ben Mendelsohn. Like, he, he's he's working hard. He's playing hard. He's getting all the capes, all the cardigans, all the, you name it, he has it. The, the coats. He, he really loves his coats. Yeah. He looks really good in this movie, and he's great. Yeah, he does. I mean, because what did you think of Robin? Because that's Taron. What's his last name? Egerton. I don't know, but he was pretty pretty bad. That was pretty bad. It is like watching a cardboard cut out of Robin Hood. He's like trying to be cute too, and I'm like, you're like, he's just so little. Like he looks like he's like twelve. Yeah. Yeah, and also it just, I mean, it's not entirely his fault because the script, again, dog shit. But he he's not somebody who is elevating the material. Like, I never, I never cared about him. I never thought he was interesting. I never, like, bought any of his, I, I'm, I'm, like, doing this for the good of the country and the good of the people, like, there's there's none of that. No. He didn't do it for anyone. He did it because he wanted to save, you know, like the scene where he's spying on her and she's like, I don't know why Robin Hood's giving me all this shit. He should be giving out to the people. Like the only reason why he started helping the people because he heard his girlfriend talking to someone. You know, and I just I don't I didn't like that. I didn't like that he was doing it out of the kindness of his heart. No, he's just doing this to win his girl back. Like it's so stupid. Yeah, and and like part of the thing where what they're doing is when when they don't have any time period that they want to peg this to, like they refuse to do that is you don't get the evil prince John. And so that means you don't have Richard the Lionheart. Like when the, when they talk about the king, it's just the king. And mm-hmm. so you you don't have this idea that Robin has this loyalty to you know the 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 real king and then like is is you know with somebody who 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 followed and believed in Richard the Lionheart and so when you have evil prince John take over there's you know like something he's he's fighting against and then you know the king comes back and everything's good you don't have that because they wanted to play around with the timeline and make a nonsense movie, but that really cuts Mm -hmm. out any sort of motivation for anybody. 
Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, but um, just just yeah, overall, just watch the Fox cartoon. Yeah, just just watch the foxes, and then when you see the snake, just close your eyes and just imagine it's Mendo. Yeah, he's a snake, right? Yeah, that's the snake. Okay, yeah, just, well, just snake, close your eyes, pretend is, it's Mendo. The snake is 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 actually his um his little guy. That's Sir Hiss. He is like a oh, badger, or a, like he looks kind of like a bear. I think he he's either a bear or a badger or some like big thing. But Sir Hiss is his little like is like the little dude who's with um mm. them. Okay, wait. So who was um in the in the animated one? Which one was Mendo? He's he's the he's the bear thing. The sheriff. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I think he's a bear. I I've, I've had this conversation with you before because I I got it wrong last time. Sheriff of Nottingham. Okay. Um, Disney. I don't know what he's supposed to be. <sighs> oh yeah, he's the. Oh wow. He he's like a. Bear he's either thing. like yeah. yeah right. He's like wearing like this like. Because Sir Hiss is like is Prince John's little like buddy, but. He's maybe a wolf. I think he's he might this, be like, a fat, fat wolf. Bear thing. Cause he has like fat a wolf, wolf face, bear. but he's fat, and you normally don't see fat wolves. Yeah, but he kind of looks like Blue from um, the Jungle Book too, though. Oh, duh, because it's Disney animation. They use like the same. They they recycled a lot of their movements in animated movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, on the <laughs> on the Disney. Wiki, they say he's a wolf, and and okay. and under the under the description is actually is actually obese gray wolf. So there you go. <laughs> Mendo is an obese gray wolf. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Watch the uh, Disney version yeah. or watch the Errol Flynn version. I mean, like honestly, watch anything other than this Robin Hood movie because it is it is pretty fucking dire. Hmm. It's definitely the worst Mendo movie so far. I don't know. In terms of the ones, in terms of the ones we've watched for this show, it really is, and really is. Oh well, yeah, that was our uh, Mendo monthly movies review for uh, December. I hope you all enjoyed that, and I hope you don't go see Robin Hood. Uh, just listen to this review, and it's the whole movie basically. Just keep watching like the movie trailer. Yeah, basically, and I, yeah, and I know our our description of it was a little bit rambly and nonsensical. Yeah. So is the goddamn movie. Like I can't remember the order anything happened in because none of it matters. Um, should we go to some email? Uh, sure. Uh, do you want to do all of them, or do you want to save some for next episode? Yeah, let's let's do let's just do some. Let's do like Dom's first one, and then and then maybe Tom's voice. Oh, perfect! Mail. Yeah, because because we'll, we we have to do Dom's next week because um, no spoilers, but I am editing next episode, so I have to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so we'll do. Uh, Dom said it's actually one. This is this is a late catch up one because last week we I put out on Twitter ask us things, and then we got one from Dom, which is subject. Fuck, hope I'm not too late. 
but he was, but only by like 10 minutes. It was like right so. as we hung, right, right as I hung up from you, I checked my email and it was, fuck, I hope I'm not too late. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, it, partially it's our fault that you are because we should have checked the email in the last minute. <laughs> anyway, Dom says, sup ladies, saw the call for emails due to this slow Star Wars Newsweek. In the wake of Thanksgiving, just want to say thanks for the pod, especially the recent phallic episode of Candidate Dick Patch. Dicks are ugly. Oh, well. Also, Brito, why you no chase the truck that had your phone in it? Okay. No, I'm answering this right now because I was, okay, I was standing when I saw the truck drive away. I, because I was, I got out of my car and as soon as I like answered the phone with my iWatch, like I got out of the car and like that's when, and then like they like, I feel like they like drove away. Do you feel like that truck drove away fast with my phone? You can talk. N- nothing that was like suspicious, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you can talk. <laughs> Just any other any other time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah. But I I mean I have it back now. I have to send them a card for uh thank you for returning uh my property. <laughs> Even though you shouldn't have taken <laughs> that, you stole. Yeah, it's really funny. Like, uh, my mom is a very like um, you send uh thank you cards. You send cards for anything, and like, <laughs> it's really funny because like I get reactions sometimes. Like, the people are like, "Why did you why why did you send me this card?" It was kind of like my mom told me to. But yeah, my mom's like, "You need to send them." <laughs> like, she's like, "You need to send them a gift card. You need to send them this." And I like, I'm like, "Yeah, okay," but at the same time, I'm like they 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 stole but i guess like the the dad that found out that his son maybe took i don't know i guess i still don't know the whole story but the fact that i got my phone back that's a big deal and i feel like the you know the the person that planned all of this like deserves something like that's a that's a big deal i mean like he could have chosen to you know sell the phone or you know do something but you didn't. But then I think, well, if you see a lost phone, why don't you just return it to, you know, like one of the stores or something, you know, like because it was a kind of like a shopping area. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. As long as I have a back, that's all that matters because I really didn't spend like spending another like thousand dollars on a phone because. <sighs> but anyway, go back to email. Yeah. Okay. So, um, a question, a question. How about this? I was watching Phantom Menace this weekend and it struck me that Anakin was freed from slavery to go train as a Jedi, but then he faced the possibility of not being trained. What would have happened to him if the council would have remained steadfast in their initial position that he should not be trained? Surely they wouldn't let a guy with that many midichlorians live free in the galaxy. So I think they would have kept him in captive like sloth and goonies which would be pretty fucked up <laughs> happy like Cur- turkey day can't fight number one dumb oh it makes me sad but i i guess i i mean i feel like they were you know, i feel like they didn't give two shits about him and the whole like midi chlorians thing because like mace windu was ready to like send his ass back to wherever he came from you know like i almost feel like they would have sent sent him free because i feel like there were a lot of people who have well, at the same time, like maybe not because of the count- midi chlorian count that he had, but that was only a big deal to Qui Gon. Like I feel like the other Jedi didn't really give two shits about it. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he just would have like accidentally fallen down some stairs or something. 
Yeah, I feel like Mace Windu would have been part of that. I feel like out of all the Jedi, Mace Windu is like the most qualified to like want to kill like you know, like I feel like he would <laughs> he would have killed yeah. Anakin. Like he would have killed <laughs> he would have killed a child. But uh I don't know. But thank you, Dom, and we'll we'll get to your other email next week. Yeah, and, and apologies already. Um oh yeah, happy late. And we'll get to we'll get to Oh, sorry. Oh, I said happy late turkey day. <laughs> okay, and uh, also Rabia, we'll get to yours next week. Yeah, and but King Tom's voicemail too. We'll get to that next week too. But yeah, that was episode uh, sixty-nine. We've we've gone through this whole episode without doing any sixty-nine jokes. Yeah, but now you ruined it. No, you can cut this out. <laughs> All right, where can you find you in the podcast on social media? Okay, the podcast is on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. You can email us, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. You can check out merch at tpublic.com slash user slash EFLind. We are recently on the Blue Harvest Holiday Special, which is raising money for the Kessel Toy Run. You can find that blueharvestpodcast.bandcamp.com. It's like $4 for over four hours of high-quality content with a bunch of different Star Wars podcasters talking about Star Wars and the holidays. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind, and you can find Brittany on Twitter and Instagram where? On Instagram as Brittany the Ginger and Twitter as Canto Brit. Sweet. I think that's. I think that's it. Sweet. Don't go see Robin Hood. Yeah. Don't 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 do it. Don't do it. I mean, if it's free, maybe, but don't waste your money. <laughs> Just. I was I was fidgeting the entire time I was in the theater. I like, couldn't sit still. I couldn't either, but I feel like that's how I am. Like in movie theaters, like I, I can't sit still. Like I always have to like move. But I mean, I usually like I have like my phone on me, and I'm like either like playing Candy Crush or like checking other things as watching Mendo movies. But yeah, this is the first time that my my full attention was <laughs> on Mendo movie. But was it worth it? Maybe. <laughs> but all right, uh, see you guys uh, next week. Bye. Bye. Uh, Canto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a Canto bitch. Brittany the Jinch and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Canto bitch number one.